0: Folks, we serve an infinitely good, good God. If you're on God's wake-up list this morning, then there's so much to be grateful for. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here, and I'm so acutely aware that this morning after broadcasting and finishing broadcasting, we'll be packing our bags and going off to Buffelsport to spend a weekend with our listeners and in the presence of the Lord and just... Taking a quick break, but I am acutely aware that in Libya, close on to 10,000 people, well, that's just what they know about. They reckon as high as 20,000 people have lost their lives in the Libya floods that has just recently taken place. Not even to speak about the Morocco earthquake that has taken place. The China floods that has taken place. In America, the, the hurricanes, the, the floods in America, the wildfires, if, if you think about it, Myanmar, Bangladesh, the cyclone flooding that has taken place there. And it's just chaotic. Um, just recently in Pakistan, so many people that lost their houses. In Turkey, Syria, the earthquake. That is, I think you get the picture. You get the picture, and here we are on God's wake-up list. And you can switch on your radio. You can climb in your car. You can drive off to work if, by God's grace, you have a job this morning. And so we need to thank the Lord. We need to be grateful for what we have. We need to turn to the Lord Jesus Christ. Because if you woke up this morning, and I've said it to you before with with more health than illness, you are blessed in more than millions, millions who will not survive this week. Do you know that? Millions of people who will not survive this week. I'm just thinking about the war in, in, in Ukraine between 400,000 Ukrainians that have lost their lives. I'm not even talking about the Russians. We're talking about staggering figures of people losing their lives. And so there's cyclones, there's flooding, there's wars, there's rumors of wars. It is just chaotic all over the earth. And yet, here you are, if you're fortunate enough to have some Extra food in your refrigerator, clothes on your back, you some, a roof over some place Extra to Extra food in your refrigerator. Do you clothes know that, that you are more blessed than 75% of people? Richer, let me use the right word, richer than more than 75% of the people in this world. So much to be thankful for. And therefore, who do we thank? We turn to the Lord Jesus Christ. We're a Christian radio station, and it is so important that we thank the Lord Jesus Christ for His goodness and His faithfulness. So the question that I'm putting before you as you drive in your car, as you listen to this radio broadcast, is there truly power in the name of Jesus? What is the meaning of this name? What does Jesus mean? The, the, the Bible says, there is no other name under heaven by which we must be saved. It is the name of Jesus and the name of Jesus alone. It's a name packed with significance, the name of Jesus. I once drove past a, uh, a certain place and there was this huge rock. And it said, the answer is Jesus on this rock. Somebody painted it there. The answer is Jesus. And some wise crack came and painted underneath. What's the question? What's the question? Well, the question is what on earth am I here for? It is absolutely chaotic all over the place. And yet, here I am. And yet, here we are. And we are so blessed, so much to be thankful for. The Scripture says the name that's above every other name, the name of Jesus. The Bible says, so at that name, every knee will bow. I don't care who you are, what background you're from, where you're from. Whether you're in South Africa listening to this radio broadcast, maybe listening abroad at the moment, in heaven, on earth, Under the earth, every knee will bow. Why is God's name so powerful? Why is the Lord's name so powerful? What does the name Jesus mean? Yahweh. Yahweh saves. The name Jesus. Remember, way back in the New Testament, when the angel announced to Joseph and Mary, the name of the Savior, Yahweh saves, Yahweh is salvation, Yeshua, ek het al op hier die klomp ouwens gehad, wat vir my gesê, jou naam is Weinand, en is jy Italië, toch gaan, is jy nog steeds, Weinand, wat sê ge Jesus is dit nou, dis Yeshua, and I agree with you, yes, there is Hebrew and the Aramaic name, of our Lord and Savior, Yeshua, a combination of Yah, abbreviation for Yahweh, the name of Israel's God, but it's the God that we worship, the one who rescues, the one who delivers, the one who saves. And so I want to talk to you about the name of Jesus. And listen, there's nothing, if you look at the name of Jesus... Any power attributed to the name of Jesus, it originates in the person of Jesus. We as Christians, we believe in Jesus. We believe in the completed work, the finished work of the risen Christ on the cross. 1 John 5, 13 speaks about that. I want to say this, Jesus is not a magic word. There's nothing special about the arrangement of the letters in his name. Can I make it more clear for you? Had Jesus not been God in the flesh, who lived a perfect life, died for the sins of all who believe, and rose again, we wouldn't even be talking about his name. There's no magical power in the name of Jesus. There's only power In Jesus Christ. Can you hear what I'm saying to you? By simply calling out the name of Jesus, you cannot expect a a special power, an outcome, a, a better standing with God. Yes, the name of Jesus is precious. And brimming with meaning. And so as the angel said to Joseph, he will save his people from their sins. You are his people, aren't you, this morning? As you listen, you have come to that place where you accepted him as Lord, King, and Savior. The name of Jesus is so much greater. He is greater than, than a great teacher, more than an enlightened man, more than a worker of miracle, more than a source of of meaning of life, more than a self-help guru, more than an esteem builder. If you listen to some sermons nowadays, it's it's so humanistic. It's all about me, my, I. It's all in the first person. What about Christ? What about Jesus? The name Jesus. Jesus Christ is more than a political liberator, more than a caring friend, more than a, a transformer of cultures, more than a purpose for the purposeless jesus listen jesus is savior of sinners and so the saving healing protecting justifying redeeming power of god resides in the person of jesus the christ His name is Jesus. And so in the name of Jesus that God instructs us to pray. Did you pray this morning? Did you spend some time in the presence of the Lord? We as believers are invited to pray in Jesus' name. Why? Because we have an expectation that God answers prayers. Praying in Jesus' name means praying with His authority and asking God the Father to act upon our prayers because we come by faith in His name, in the name of His Son, Jesus. Jesus, we believe that He is God. I have met men and women in this life, in this era now, who does not believe that Jesus is God, who cannot even say it. And so, We're wise to guard ourselves from the temptations to misuse the name of Jesus. You just have to switch on your TV and see how Hollywood, they would never use any other religion to cuss, to swear, to blaspheme, but they use the name of Jesus because Jesus is God. And so be careful. And guard yourselves from the misuse of the name of Jesus. The Bible tells a very intriguing story. Remember that the group of seven Jews in Ephesus who attempted to cast out demons using the name of Jesus? These guys didn't know Jesus. Didn't have a clue. They were not believers. You know what they sought? Admiration. The movers and the shakers. Wow, look at me now opportunity to make a name from themselves. They have not submitted to God. And so, once a demon that mocked these, these guys, uh, you know, if you go and read the story, you see they were beaten up by these demons. These demons said, Jesus, I know. A demon said that. And Paul, I know. A demon said that. What does the demons say about you? About me? But then the demon said to these guys, but who are you? The evil spirit taunted them. And then the evil spirits overpowered them and beat them. These would-be magicians. Till they were bloody and naked. Because they attempted to misuse The power of the name of Jesus For their own gain And I have seen that in this world as well Men who use the name of Jesus So called pastors and apostles and prophets who, who use the name of Jesus for their own gain Ek het een uitgeroep na die heren, En gesê, Here, hoe is dit Hoe is het moeilijk dat mensen wegkom daarmee? Dat ze die naam van Jezus gebruik voor hulle eigen gewin. En die vir my Filipeen in vers 18. En jij kan het gaan lezen. Filipeense 1, vers 18. En dit staat daar zo so in vers 16. The former preached Christ from selfish ambition, verse 16, Philippians 1:16, Not sincerely supposed to add an affliction to my chains, says Paul, But the latter, out of love, knowing that I am appointed for the defense of the gospel. What then? Only that in every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is preached, and in this I, re- I rejoice. And ek was so dankbaar to die from van my Philippines in 18 gegeet. The name Jesus is still the one who saves. Who saves people from their sins. Denotes all the power of the mighty creator himself. Jesus gives believers the authority to serve, to work, to pray in his name. And when you and I do so, believing in Jesus' saving power, desiring God's will, then God answers our prayers. The Lord says, if you seek me, you will find me. And so there is no other name, no other name. And you know what? That borders onto very dangerous territory. When you say to a dying world, John 14, 6, Jesus is still the truth, the way, and the life. Nobody comes to the Father except through Him. No other religion, nothing. It is Christ and Christ alone that is the Savior of mankind. Christians experience God's saving grace through faith in the person of Jesus. When we call on Him, we participate in His power, and then you find that the name of the Lord is a fortified tower. The righteous run into it and are saved. Proverbs 18 and verse 10 says that. What does the name of Jesus mean to you? A... uh, Preacher here in South Africa recently said, we are such spiritual fat cats. We have grown so used to. Oh, yes, I have heard that before. Done that, did that. Sounds like a a flu shot back in 65. Yes, Jesus. Yeah. No, I, I, I know him. I am a Christian. Are are we truly Christian? Are we reborn, rebirthed, refired? Are you on fire for the Lord Jesus Christ this morning, the God who gave His life so that you can have life this morning? What is the name Jesus means to you? When last have you spoken with Him? Do you spend time in His presence You can say this morning, you know Cyril Ramaphosa. Lo and behold, when you bash on Parliament's door, will he open up for you? Will he say, well, I know you, Venant. Welcome, come inside. We spend a lot of time together. Or is it just a one-sided affair? You know of him because you've seen him on TV. You know because you have heard of him, read of him in the newspapers. It's the same with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Religion is a one-sided affair. Relationship. Fellowship. Somebody said it's two fellowship. It's you and the Lord, Jesus Christ. Can you say, yes, I've spent time with the Lord. When I opened my eyes this morning and I'm on God's wake-up list, I was grateful, I was thankful. I call on the name above all names. The saving name of Jesus. Isn't it amazing that when God is dealing with your heart, wherever I turned, I bumped into Christians, not because they were telling me they're Christian, because I could see the fruit in their lives. Man, they were so infinitely different. A beautiful fragrance. Christ in us, our eternal hope. Galatians 2 and verse 20 that says, I have been crucified with Christ. It means you died to self. It is no longer I that live, but Christ who now lives in me. Can you testify to that really and truly? Can I ask you a favor? If you can testify to that, no name, no pack drill, no street address, Know where you're from, just a yes or no. A yes or no, if you have got no idea what I'm talking about, if you're scared you're still stuck in religion, then say no. Be honest with yourself. Can you testify this morning that you've called on the name, the saving grace, the power of the Lord Jesus Christ? Can you say that, Paul Pierce, I see you, my brother. Can you testify to that? Or is it just religion, a one-sided affair? A simple yes or no on WhatsApp would be suffice. But be honest. By George, be honest with yourself. When we speak about regeneration, rebirth, reborn, it is God and God alone who can do that. We so love to say, I have given my life to Jesus the Bible says, it is by God and God alone that we are saved. Ephesians 2 and verse 8 and 9, listen to what it says. It says, for by grace you have been saved, through faith. It is not of yourselves. It is a gift of God. Not of works, lest anyone should boast. Ek en jy het geen voet om op te staan nie. Dis genade en genade alleen wat ons gered is. Toe ons geroepen en gezegd: het, Heere Jezus, wees my son daar genadig. Can you really and truly testify? Ik wil het niet te lang uit Rek nie, maar ik wil in hierdie vrijdagmorgen 15 September 21 minute oor sê, wil ek saam met jou bid. Wil ek saam met jou bid, as jy nog nie die besluit gemaakt het nie, as jy nog niet op hierdie p- p- wonderskone naam, geleen het, geroep het, gesê het, genadig. The name that was given above every other name, the name before whom every knee shall bow, I don't care who you are, King, the richest man on the face of this earth, the poorest man on the face of this earth, rich and poor, old and young, groot and klein, maar and vet, amal, gaan buig voor in heaven, and on earth, and under the earth, God's name is powerful, Jesus Christ is the living God, even the demons shudder in his presence, en so ek wil saam so met jou kom bid in hierdie more, as jy nog nie reggemaak het met die Heere nie, dat jy voor hom kan staan vir en sê, here I am Lord Jesus, I have heard about this name so many times, but I have not called on your saving grace myself. And I realized, Lord, that I am lost without you. You are either God of all or not God at all in my life. And so before the God of Israel, the God, the eternal one, the omniscient one, the all-powerful one, the God of Abram, Isaac, Jacob, the God of the prophets, the God of Moses, Elijah, the God of Daniel, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the God, God of Paul, I bow now in reverence and in awe. And I confess my sins. I am a broken sinner, Lord, lost without your grace. Lost without you, Lord. And so I'm here to submit my life. Forgive me for my sins, Lord. And I call on you to come and save me right now. Holy Spirit, come and fill that empty void in my inner man. Come with your presence, Lord. Help me to die to self. And Christ, come and live in me, as Galatians 2 and verse 20 says. Lord, let me know You. Let me know the beauty of Your name, the power, the majesty of Your name. Let me tabernacle with You from this day forth into all eternity. I ask in Jesus' name. Amen and Amen.